you know what you know what i'm gonna do this christmas idea and conversation has really inspired me to make pancakes i think i'm gonna make pancakes with my favorite pancake mix bisquick bisquick the only brand to ship as a christmas gift to your loved ones i even bought a box myself today I think Stephen had something to say about Christmas. Only that I'm Jewish, so... Uh... Steve. Welcome to Deaf Dialogue. My name is David. Joined again by Santa's favorite little helper, Stephen the Sorcerer, and by the Mrs. Claus's pool boy, Quiet K. Thanks for uh, getting together tonight, ladies. We are days away from Christmas. So, so we just we're just raw dogging this intro. No 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 preamble. Nothing. Nope. Cool. Yeah, so I figured yeah. we would talk about Christmas a little bit if you guys are up for it. Do you guys celebrate Christmas, first of all? Uh sure. Yeah. Kyle, can you hear me? Can you not hear me? Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> uh now, now you have me nervous that my mic's not working. No, I'm just messing with you, man. We can hear you loud and clear. Okay. <clears throat> I think Stephen had something to say about Christmas. Only that I'm Jewish, so... Uh... Stephen. <laughs> hey, man, I, I know you guys had plans this weekend. Uh, I definitely appreciate you making it this, this evening. Yeah, you can thank um, science or... Obama or whoever it is that gave my fiance the flu on Monday and me the flu today. So um, our plans went from incredibly busy to not busy at all. So happy to be here. Yeah. That is a bummer, though. I feel like there's something going around, man. You're you're not the only person that has confessed that they've been sick. L'Oreal's been feeling a little off balance and out of the ordinary. Had like um difficulty it wasn't she couldn't take a deep breath like two nights ago or something like that having tr- struggles with that and then felt you she know, had the rena i don't i don't know no idea apparently yeah. there's a my, there's a new my... like variant of it jn1 yeah. sure i don't know my house was had people sick in it from thanksgiving all the way up until about a week and a half ago so Jeez. Just went through all three of us. Yeah. We were coming off of uh, what my dad gave to us. That was just like a little cold, but it, and now L'Oreal's dealing with, or was dealing with it. She's feeling better today. I'm dealing so with is, arthritis. It, it has been killing me this week. I don't know what the deal is. About to chop my leg off, man. Should start eating <clears throat> foods that are Reduce inflammation. Get that turmeric in your diet. Turmeric? Turmeric. What kind of food is that? It's a seasoning that's found in Southeast Asia. Oh, dang. Is this your uh, Jordan episode, Stephen? Got the flu? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So we're (laughs) going to see how this goes. (laughs) The flu episode? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I appreciated the other night people making that comp for Jalen Hurts um, and and the Eagles when they went up against the Seahawks and Jalen Hurts just put up a big old goose egg. So that was that was fun. Yeah, they're looking. I don't know. They still look good, but they, they don't look. They're going backwards, but they've also had a lot of tough games the past few weeks. Yeah, well, they've got to get right against the Giants on Christmas Day, so it'll it'll all be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys, um, you know, Christmas is a time, it's a big holiday. A lot of families celebrate uh, specific traditions. Do you guys follow anything like that? Do you have traditions that you do year after year um not really no not I mean, even we not get even together with like your, but like yeah but not even with like your um you know your mom and dad not just like you and your wives but like you and your family i think i think when my all my entire family gets together it's like we have lasagna I, that's like a weak tradition but that's what we do i don't know there's nothing really super specific we do. We draw names. Well, we used to do that. Now uh, only the grandchildren draw names. And we do a white elephant with my siblings. Thank goodness, because <laughs> so a couple years people. ago, I basically looked at everyone. I'm like, I'm not just getting handed a list and picking something that you could buy yourself. I am done with yeah. it. Let's have fun yeah. with this. Yeah. Uh, but even even still, it's still stressful picking out a white elephant gift. It shouldn't be, but it is. <clears throat> I feel like because I've had a couple good ones where people fought over, so now I feel like I have to. <laughs> I don't, I don't do well with it. Put that but pressure on yourself, man. It's, I haven't bought it yet because it's in a week week and a half, so I got to figure it out. We were doing that. It wasn't white elephant, but we were doing a Secret Santa, and. It was pretty cool. Like everything was over the phone or like through text through an app. And the app was, I think, connected to Amazon. So you could search through, you know, we had like a $50 price limit and you can just search through all of the Amazon or whatever the app had to offer, which was a lot. It wasn't like some like cheap plastic stuff. Like, yeah, the selections were really good. But this year we decided to fade away from that, I think everyone needed a little break but i thought that was pretty cool that we did that that way we're not having to one year we were like we should get presents for you know the grandparents and then we were like well we can't leave out like our parents and then we were like well we should get presents for the kids because you know they're kids you should get presents for them and then we should also get presents for for their parents because you know they're the one raising the, the kids so we ended up buying all these presents and it was crazy and it was just i don't know it was way too adds much. up really quick yeah so when we did the secret santa thing took all that nonsense and pressure off of us and yeah it was, it was a little bit you only have to focus on the one person that you that you got but we don't i don't i mean I don't know that it's a tr- tradition, but normally they all, my family gets together and makes a meal and hangs out, but it's nothing like, I don't know. It's nothing uh, super crazy. Yeah, I don't think the three of us, we've really created any tradition yet. It's all still so new for Luna that mm-hmm. 
she's like last year was starting to get excited and understand it and this year's even more so so we'll see yeah l'oreal wants i think she wants to start trying to do a tradition start a tradition not really sure what she asked me what i wanted to do on christmas day and i was like just nothing i don't like i just want to be lazy and watch tv like the parades and everything i just don't want to do anything and uh but then the next day i was like you know what maybe like if you want to do something maybe we can go out see a movie um so i think the plan is to go see uh go to one of the nicer theaters and go see wonka welcome to judaism my friend throw in some low main and you've got yourself a good christmas day <laughs> oh low main that's that's the jewish thing it's christmas day the only things that are open are, are movie theaters and chinese restaurants so yeah that's uh it's funny i, I don't know what the heck we're gonna do now that everyone here is deeply infirmed but um yeah we were talking about going to see wonka um maybe going down to springs and seeing the tree walk there because we haven't fully done that yet yeah um, but yeah a, a movie's always a good christmas thing because well you know, it's hard, it's hard to beat a couple hours of middling, uh, middling imagination and good popcorn. Dude, we went to uh, the movies a couple weeks ago and watched um, National Lampoon. And it was we were the only ones in the theater. And it was fantastic. Spoiler. It was so much fun. Like, I really, really enjoyed that. If they if we knew that the theater was going to do that year after year and like, you know, show an older movie, that would be a great tradition. I would love that. I don't know that. Uh, we have one. It's similar. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. It's just Alamo is really good about having the old movies, the weird things They do all like the special stuff each month. So Mm -hmm. that's why I was asking. Yeah. There's, there's one like right near the house. And it's it's nice, but it's like I don't know. It, it could use like some refurbishment. But there's one closer to Disney in Kissimmee, and it's really nice. Like it is fantastic. It's a great theater. So that's where she wants to go to see Wonka. We she want buy to her tickets one. now. Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna wait till the day of. <laughs> we did that we did that with uh the hunger games movie the ballad of songbirds and snakes the day that we were with y'all mm-hmm. um and the only tickets they had left were dead center front row <laughs> and, and so the only two movies now i've seen front row were that <laughs> and then a bug's life back in the day because i was like six or whatever and i was like dad we have to see a front row and i just remember sitting there you know like that the whole time this theater was the one at springs that had like the reclining seats so thankfully you were able to get a little bit of kind of, you know, angle on it, but it was, it, it was an intense movie to see from very close up. How was the movie? I thought it was good. I thought it was better than the book. I I read the book. I devoured it when it came out. It was like May, it was my birthday. It was like May 21st of 2020, 2020, um, right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and I did not like the book at all. Um but the movie did, I think, a much better job of 
bringing the characters to life in a way that weirdly the book didn't, because usually it's the inverse of the two, um, at least for me. Um, so yeah, I, th- I thought it was well worth it. I thought there was some really good acting, really good music. Um, and, and in a way for the Hunger Games, the Hunger Games obviously has a lot of muted colors and, and muted palette given the districts and all that, but really beautiful scenery despite all of that. So yeah, I, I thought it was well worth it. I like the direction that they took in there, like starting from the beginning to show how it all started. I really like that idea. Yeah, one of the tough things for me in the book was so for anyone who does not necessarily know this this storyline, it's all about President Snow from you know the original Hunger Games books and movies. His time as like a late teenager, young adult back during the 10th annual hunger games so like 60 plus years before the story that you know we originally read and saw um and the book for me was really tough because the whole thing is snow is this complex young adult who's balancing family legacy with pure survival instinct and the desire to impress and get ahead and blah 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 and the book kind of just goes back and forth in a kind of muddy way between he's good, he's not good, he's good, he's not good. And all of a sudden at the end on like a hairpin turn, he kind of turns to the dark side. And it was, it, it just, it didn't do it for me in the book and, and the movie, because you're able to see the actor's face and, and see his reaction and his expression. Uh, it was, it was a really, really good, it did a really good job of illustrating a lot of what was hard to convey on the page. So. Yeah, it's a cool concept, really good acting, and well worth uh, whatever exorbitant price movies are charging you these days to go to go see it. Yeah. Have you seen Wonka yet? Have you, either one of you? Not yet. Yeah. Luna and I are planning to next week. We saw uh, last minute today, we went and saw Migration. Oh, yeah. Um, how was that? It was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Um, it's fun like just being able to really enjoy kids movies (laughs) again because like i mean i think before luna the only animated movie i'd gone to in years was spider-man like it had been years before that so it's fun to like basically every animated movie i'm like yes we're going and like i probably enjoy it more than she does (laughs) (laughs) she's not gonna remember she's you're gonna be like this is a great time yeah no it was good though that's cool but she's like i didn't expect her to be into wonka as much as she is like she is stoked for going to see wonka so hopefully it doesn't scare her i don't know i don't think it will but there could be creepiness in there who knows i heard it's a musical yeah and given it's like the the upbringing of wonka like it's like the the backstory it's not as far as I from have read, it's not like him in like the fully functioning factory with you know kids disappearing left and right, right? I don't think it's going to get too creepy. I think this one is meant to be yeah. more playful. Um, yeah, but it's gotten good reviews, so that's it has. I have heard a lot of good things about it. Luna used to not uh, like. I'd say there's a period when obviously she's so young she doesn't understand what's in front of her, so we could watch whatever on TV. And then she gets to the age where she's understanding it, so you're paying attention more to what's in front of her. But the the first three Harry Potters she's always watched um, and enjoyed. And we were watching the third one because that's typically her favorite one. And we were watching that last night or the night before. And for the first time ever, 
the scene where they are coming out of the Whomping Willow and she was like getting scared. And I don't know if it was just because maybe she was more tired than normal, but like I was like, normally she's like running around, like acting it out and being excited about it. And she like wanted us to turn it off. And I was like, <laughs> what is what is happening? So I will see if she'll want to watch it again. No, that'll that'll a little, do it. A little bit of time. I mean, it's 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 a really it's a great scene because the way that the music and then the light of the moon, it kind of all it goes from like a really wide shot to all of a sudden super focused on first Snape's face, then Lupin's face. Like, see, like it 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 it's a scary scene. Yeah. I don't care if you're a child, if you're an adult. Like that scene's got real tension in it. Like that's that's the first like big boy scene in in all the films. So I'm I'm with Luna on that one. We yeah. we've been watching every Sunday. We've been watching like the series, the or the next movie in the series, so that on Christmas Day we finish with the last movie, and uh, or Christmas Eve, I mean. And the other day we went to pick up some dinner at a new uh, Chinese restaurant, and there happened to be a smoke shop right beside the store. So we went in there just seeing what they had and bought, bought a couple things, came home and I wanted to test out one of the gummies and I had half of it. We watched the movie and I honestly felt like there were scenes in the movie that I hadn't seen. I've seen the Harry Potter series a million times. I honestly felt like there were parts of it where I couldn't remember whatsoever as if I had never seen the movie before. And there were like more details that I were, was picking up at the time. I was so drawn in to that movie to uh deathly hallows part one. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Holy <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> I told her, yeah, I was like, I don't know what it was. I was like zoned in on that movie and and we've i can't tell you how many times we've seen it like i know what's coming but man great nice. movie. just the perfect amount to keep you right focused on every <laughs> oh little detail god dude i was like i like couldn't look away it was nuts okay well i think we've established that we don't have any traditions but that's that's all right <laughs> maybe chinese food and movies will be the tradition from here on out uh what about memories do you guys have any like christmas memories that you replay in your head every year hmm. i feel Playing like i should no opening a certain gift in the snow where do you think we live what? i can think of like maybe three white christmases and what we we did not have them that often growing up i did you grow up <laughs> same place as you do um i don't know i can't think of anything specific other than just uh family always together like just a lot of people in our tiny living room with entirely too many presents because my mom has it's way too generous and uh yeah that yeah uh, I... when i was super little oh sorry no no go ahead i interrupted you go ahead I was just the one other thing that I can't even, it's funny. I can't even remember who proposed. I guess it was Aaron and Christine. One of my brothers proposed to his now wife on Christmas morning. 
clearly it doesn't stick in my head that well though because i can't remember for sure if it's them but i do remember it happening i just can't remember i'm i'm wanting to mix up two two couples on that one but i think it was aaron yeah nothing up beyond that though it's always just the fact that family's together that's basically the thing that's seared in my head yeah yeah we we always used to do christmas in new jersey with with my dad's family with my extended family up there um, and they all still live up there, and we always flew up from North Carolina. And so we always got to do Christmas Eve with my grandma before everybody showed up Christmas Day. And so it always felt special because we got like a little extra time with her. Um, and so we always got our presents earlier than everyone else. And so every every single year, everyone would show up, and I'd be in my newest Giants jersey or Giants hoodie or Giants hat, whatever it was. Um, and then my cousins, I was the younger, the youngest boy in my cousins and my grandma had a detached garage back behind the house and they'd always make me go get them beer. And so I'd always sneak one for me when I went to get one and I'd bring two back for them. Um, and so that was fun because that was my little rebellious streak, such as it was. Yeah. It was just, my grandma used to cook way too much one year. Uh, one year she almost uh, exploded the house because she left the oven on. And so all of a sudden those remember back in like 2005, 2006, everybody had those like carbon monoxide detectors that you plugged into your outlets. And all of a sudden it felt like they came out of nowhere and they detected the carbon monoxide levels. And all of a sudden hers is going off. Like, what the hell is that? And so, yeah, she almost blew up the house. The fireman came over. She offered them breakfast that was the last year we allowed grandma to host Christmas, you know, like stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we, we, we don't do it anymore because all my cousins have kids. And so they go wherever they go. And my aunts and uncles go with them. And now normally, at least normally we did it last year. Uh, we go to Iowa to see my fiance's family. So, um, starting new traditions, I guess is the, uh, is the trend here. Yeah. Yeah, same. We used to always just go to my grandparents' house, and that was like the meetup for for everybody. They had a big, a real Christmas tree, and we would all put presents under there. So, you know, we would open presents at our house and then meet at the grandparents' house and open whatever presents that everyone else got us. Of course, there was a ton of, ton of food, and Papa would always fall asleep in his recliner. It was nice. nice to be able to like get everybody together, especially when Wes and Jackie and the kids could could make it. Because that was kind of a rarity. If they were in town, they were more than likely with Jackie's parents, understandably. But every once in a while, we would get them, uh, the three bigs, to come over and hang out with us. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to step on your toes here. I'm going to guess a question. Okay, go ahead. Maybe this isn't a question, but I'm I predicting questions for you. Uh, is there anything that you you all asked for for Christmas that you're wanting? Like, what's the thing that you do? You do that still? Like, is it as much as when you were a kid? Like, there's like one thing you're really hoping you get. Uh, okay, so they're not. First off, was this a question you were going to ask? It was not. Damn no. it. No, it's a good guess though. It's a pretty valid <laughs> guess. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I'm at the point in my life where, like, if I see something and I want, and I can afford it, then I normally just buy it. 
I don't wait until Christmas to like ask somebody to buy it for me. I don't know. It just feels weird. My dad is relentless though. He like always feels like he has to get us just something. So like in the back of my head throughout the year, I know that it's coming. He's going to ask. Yeah. I need to have something prepared. So normally like for L'Oreal, I'm, I'll send him like, you know, like a back, a uh, lounge fly backpack or something Harry Potter, something that I can quickly send to him that I know she's definitely going to want to collect or use that I know and try to make it as easy as possible for him. Like literally the, the link and just click pay now kind of deal instead of being like telling him what it is. Cause he, you know, it'd be difficult for him to find it for me. I, I try to, take a, a little bit simpler route and just try to find something that's relatively inexpensive and just be like, dude, like last year, for example, I told him, and this is kind of a tradition that I started with him. I told him that I wanted him to, to buy me a vinyl of his choosing, like go to a record store, find an artist that you listen to and, and then send it to me. And it, so he sent me uh, Jimmy Buffett, vinyl and it's fantastic like i thought it was a cool little father-son exchange so i asked him to do the same this year i don't know if he did or not but i asked him to do the same thing like hey man uh you know if you're up for it i don't know i don't know what record stores are near him or how he found this the vinyl last year but i, I like that well area. i don't know if you can buy jimmy buffett at target but you can find <laughs> vinyl at target so you, you yeah. can at, at target for sure but yeah i don't know where he found that jimmy buffett <laughs> yeah <laughs> was it sealed yeah i was yeah. gonna say maybe it was just sitting maybe in it was his, his. Closet <laughs> from... <laughs> dude i've never i've never seen i mean maybe i just wasn't paying attention i've never seen any vinyls that he's ever had or a record player anything like yeah, that. i need to go go buy a record player i know yeah. man you need to get on that you and logan well logan i think did. logan has one yeah yeah I we went to see uh that's your dick. That's no, not. <laughs> we went and saw uh <laughs> Trolls, the new Trolls. Okay. And uh I guess I don't know if they were doing this all over, but as a gift they gave oh. this the record what? to us, the soundtrack. And Luna was like, Jeez. "What the hell is this?" <laughs> <laughs> this is a giant CD. Yeah. And then I she probably don't even know what a this, CD is really excited about yeah. this i need to need to did yeah. you see um william ryan key got a signed copy of that of that oh, Jason really? his book. yep nice so i think somebody in yellow card like got jason is to sign it and then gave it to william ryan key as a gift that's awesome i'm like holy balls that's pretty <laughs> that's fantastic I'll answer yeah. my own question mainly because I want to tell you all about this thing because Dave, I know you would like this game. And, uh, and so I'm hoping I, I do get it, but also I want to spread the wealth of knowing about this. Cause I feel like I vaguely knew about it and, and maybe you vaguely do too, but it's worth buying. So there's a game called Bino. Have you heard of it? No. B I N H O. And, um, it is a, basically a little soccer field and you play with a tiny little ball and you use your fingers 
there's nets on either end. There's these elastic bands that keep the ball like, you know, almost like you're playing indoor soccer or whatever, keep the ball in. Um, and there's these pegs that are the defenders. So you have to shoot through the pegs to get to the goal. You don't play defense physically yourself. Um, and then there's rules. And so you can get yellow cards and red cards. And if you get a red card, you pull a peg out. And so, if it, you know, if you rack them up, all of a sudden it's easy to score because it's actually very difficult to score. And you played a seven. And uh, so my brother bought it and had it at Thanksgiving. And our Thanksgiving my family's thanksgiving all day long we were just playing this game like the entire day and and luna really liked it a lot and so i immediately was like oh my gosh i have to get this because her and i will just spend hours playing this game uh so i asked my mom to get that for luna and i but well you definitely know um, that's coming then yeah it's really fun my brother bought there's a, a turf version like it's green like actual like a little bit of turf um and he bought that one and but there's like the there's the actual tournaments for this game around the country um and there's the traditional court or field or whatever you want to call it is like a black felt like a thicker than a pool table type felt and i asked for that one just because it seemed like uh the one thing i noticed when i was playing on the turf one is that you would hit the ball but since the turf isn't like smooth the ball wouldn't necessarily go where you hit it sometimes and that drove me nuts so i bought the mm. the one that's seemingly more true to how and that's not that i'm going to play tournaments but that's the one that's used for <laughs> tournaments so uh that's what i went with or relative, that's what i asked for we'll see if i get it relative to like the size of like a lego soccer field what are we talking here very close to that i okay. had the lego soccer field growing up yes yeah we the ball yeah you pull it back front, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh it might be a little bigger than that, but not much bigger. Cool. That's it's a cool, fun. it's a good size, like a carry size. It has a bag, you know, you can just carry it and uh and it has like I think if I do get it, I'm gonna end up going on their online store and buying a few things for it because they have like different colored things. You can replace the pieces with your own colors to customize it and stuff. So um I immediately was addicted to it. Like, yeah, don't, don't kid yourself. Fun. You're, you're you're joining the league at some point. That's 2024. Oh, if, if there's a a local tournament to me, I would do it just for the hell of it. That'd be fun. Maybe I should oh, just start is... the Bino League for Charlottesville. <laughs> That's well, it's so much fun. And you're, I, I assume you, it's not like a constant back and forth like you take your shot and then the next person takes a shot yeah it's turn-based yeah gotcha. so you're not like actively your yeah. hand's not down there trying to block the ball or oh anything my. like that i don't know that i would ever stop playing this game i'm looking at the boards yeah, right now it looks it's fun these are yeah, elastic and, sides yeah elastic sides and they partnered with mls so there's like one uh, for every mls um, team so you could get a united one it's just more money so i didn't know so well there's yeah there's i see liver drool well, that's uh, the only Premier Columbia. League team. If they had a Chelsea one, I would have for sure just bought it myself and got the Chelsea one. But that's the I, only Premier League team they've had yeah. a partnership with. I see a Club America, a Chicago Fire, a Philadelphia Union, and a yeah, every MLS FC. team's on there. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, this looks do really they, cool. Do they come with awful templated Adidas kits or? <laughs> Yeah, who's designing the jerseys? There's a lot of soccer this news this week too that we should touch on at some point in this episode. I know we're Christmas episode, but 
Here, I'm I'm gonna record this a little bit, and Dave, you can just put it in whatever episode in 2027 this applies to. <laughs> Jim Ratcliffe has officially has officially purchased his share in Manchester United Football Club. Uh, this is official. This isn't like rumored. Well, I'm saying you could just drop that in whenever it finally happens. Uh, in I, 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 yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god, this. It's is just actually- a, it, it's an evergreen little, little clip that you could just. He's he's a British petroleum uh, billionaire. Billionaire. He's like the richest uh, British guy. He oh. he was in the Chelsea Stakes. I think he was. That's probably up. why his he name runner is up to recognizable to me. The yeah. Clear Lake or whatever. Um, but he's had a long-term interest in United. <laughs> he's, and he's the last person that United yeah. fans wanted to buy the team. Well, I don't think that's true. I don't think he's <laughs> the last person. Second to last. Well, because I think be another moron American to buy the team, and I, I that's think very true. Because I, I, I think between Sheik Jassum and and Radcliffe, you're split between. Do you want to do the morally right thing, or do you want to say "f it" and join the rest of the world and just you know unload billions of dollars into the club? And I, I'm on board with dropping the morals. I just I don't think he was the last option. I just you know I think there's a real conversation. It only works in City's position because they actually let Pep do what he wanted to do. But if you're going to spend all that money and not allow the manager to actually build the team, then you're just building a shit show like Chelsea is right now. Yeah, but you don't think if the Saudi owners would have come in and been like, you don't think they, I, I can't picture them like taking that much control. I feel like they would have come in and be like, okay, we want to be taken serious again. Here is a bottomless pit of money. Make it happen. I don't think that they would like nitpick every little detail. I'm not saying that Ratcliffe is either, but it just feels more so like he'd probably be more likely to do that. You're right. Yeah, I think that like the Saudi owners just want to stay out of the limelight so that way you don't realize that it's actually Saudi owners. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, While we're talking about soccer, we can just stay here for a minute. Um, I absolutely loved that uh, U.S. soccer came out and said, F you, MLS, you're not getting out of the U.S. Open Cup. Because <laughs> when I saw that news, I'm like, Don Garber, you're a f- fucking idiot. Like, uh. But also at the same time, as painful as it would be for like, you know, United and whatever, but it was like a step for like, oh my gosh, USL might, might be competing with MLS if they actually did. Because that would just give USL the leg up, and because I I do think it's inevitable when, in a few years I don't know how long but I do think USL is going to be competing more with MLS. It They're doing the right things, amazing. and MLS is not. Yeah, it would be amazing if that happened. Like that is such a great idea to get that league involved, make it more of a challenge, like yeah. way more risk. If you come last in MLS. East and West conference, like dead last in the whole league. What happens to you? Nothing. Like you, you just don't, you're not making as much money, but you're, yeah. you're not like dropping a league. Like make it more risky, I guess. Like I don't know. It would just be a crazy. Yeah, opportunity. So, it's so complicated. Like I do want relegation, but 
It's so complicated. It I think it works well in other countries because they're just so into soccer that they're going to go to the the game no matter what league they're in. And with the way MLS has worked the past 10 years and the money that they've spent on stadiums, like it's all they care about is stadiums and real estate. So now they've poured all this money into stadiums and if all of a sudden that team isn't playing in the first division then that city or the investment is not there. And so they just went the wrong direction. That's why it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that I can, I can agree with that. I don't know, man. Just trying to picture if you were, oh, I in, want it. I uh, want it. If you were Believe in, me. like if you played for the battery, the Charles and battery, and then you got, you won the league and got promoted to the MLS. For a season, yeah, it'd be like, crazy. How insane would that be yeah. as a player? Like, whew, gets my blood boiling, dude. Gets me jacked up. I just love yeah. the thought of that. Super League pro- cropped its head back up again today, yeah, too, I which saw, is fun. I saw all these teams pulling out already. Yeah, I was with a friend uh, who actually, for part of his childhood, grew up in Italy. So he's big in this area and still pays attention to their soccer media and all that. And the way they view like which Italian team is in of those three that were already committed to super league. Was it Juventus? Doesn't matter. There's, there's an Italian team that's in super league. Like they're all for it right now. I think that's right. The way they're viewing it is, that Super League is not a competition for Champions League. They want to compete against Premier League because Premier League has all the money, all the TV rights, all the money is in Premier League, and they feel like the rest of Europe's getting left behind, and that's why they want the Super League. Like that's the Italians' media spin on it. He was saying, I don't know. It makes a lot of sense when I heard it that. Does I was like, that, make a lot of I sense, get though. that, but I still think it's dumb, and we shouldn't do this. But yeah, I can see why they're trying to fight for it. Syria, I feel like, is definitely not pulling as much as it used to. So, yeah, I mean, that I that's a pretty good uh, argument to make, that they make. But yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a giant fan of no. the Super League. There was something else I was going to mention about the MLS. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you watch the MLS Cup, either one of you? No. It was it was really good. Like you, I don't know. I know Kyle. You mentioned earlier this year about watching MLS. Like you typically, I think we were talking about Messi joining Inter Miami. And dude, it's just so. I know it's not like the EPL. It's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like it's it just feels a little bit more like watching the Inter Miami games, especially when they were like when Messi first joined and they were just unstoppable just watching him out there just have his way and like literally it it, it just looked like they were in their backyard playing like it was crazy the mls cup though uh columbus they spoiler they won uh versus la but dude they were like it was legit competition it wasn't like random joes playing like they these guys were top tier it was really fun to watch it's really fast there's i mean the epl is too but 
like the Spanish Premier League, I feel like can be a little bit slower. Serie A can be a little slow. This was like nonstop the whole time. It was yeah. I uh, did, did we we had an episode after I went to that UVA soccer game, right? I talked to you all about that. Maybe. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't remember. Went to a UVA UNC game back in November. I think so. October. I think we talked about it. Yeah. Anyways, I remember. Yeah, well, we talked about it because I remember telling you about this number five. The their their number five was just incredible, and uh, big, tall, just like you could tell he was going pro. And I saw last week or this week the super draft was this week, and I saw a post that UVA athletics made that said he got drafted in the first round. So I just thought that was cool. Nice. Could have been you out there, Kyle. Yeah, right. The golden right foot. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, rank these Christmas movies blindly without knowing which one comes next. Lovely. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Four. Home Alone. Hmm. Two. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Five. A little harsh on the Muppet. <laughs> Elf. What is what are you gonna give me last? Who knows? I do I do like the elf. <laughs> but I would say if you gave me uh Home Alone and the Elf. Why do I keep saying the elf? If you gave the me elf. Home Alone and Elf as a uh, option, I'm going Home Alone. So I think wow. it's right that Home Alone wow. should be number two. So I'm going to say Elf three. Wow. So that's my number one. Is n- the last one a Christmas story? Number one on Kyle's list. Well, that's that works. Uh, hey, yeah. I was hoping you were going to throw a Die Hard in there because that would have been my. I was really tempted. Actually, really you know tempted. what? If you you talk about traditions, I think Gus and I almost <laughs> always watch Die Hard Christmas Day or right around Christmas. That's a great tradition. Kind of forgot about that. Yeah. We have not done that yet this year. Have to what, happen. Do you have like, do you have a favorite? I mean, obviously Die Hard is a tradition, but do you have a favorite movie? Would you say Die Hard is your favorite? Favorite Christmas movie? Probably. I I I kinda equate some of the Harry Potter stuff with Christmas too because they always came out on Christmas, so it just feels like Christmas. And there's always the Christmas scenes, of course. Um I don't know, I really did like Christmas story growing up a lot. I don't know, I'm kinda happy with my list. I think that was pretty good. <laughs> I feel like there's some yeah. Christmas movies that I'm not thinking of right now that are like like Die Hard that are like quote not a Christmas movie, but I'm gonna say it's a Christmas movie. I think I'm there's some stuff I'm not thinking of right now that I do like. I do like um Christmas Vacation though. I I like that movie a lot. Yeah. That one's pretty high on my list. I like that one too. Die Hard is also up there. I do like Elf. Watch that a bunch. You know what? One just hit me that is relatively new Christmas movie that's probably in my top five is uh Klaus, Klaus, Klaus on Netflix, the animated one. Really, really good. Made, uh, I think the artists for the animation are like Finnish artists. Like it's a, it's a Finnish 
story originally. Um, the art's cool. Um, you should check it out. K A or K K L A U S Klaus. And what? What's Definitely worth watching. So Netflix. it's a Netflix movie, Netflix okay. original movie. Gotcha. Okay. Netflix, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Definitely not. A I I have to say Grinch too, I guess, because that my house watches that year round because yes. that's like Luna's favorite Christmas I was, movie. I was about to say that, or maybe even just favorite movie. Like literally, it gets watched once a month, probably. So. <laughs> Dude, it's so I, good. I'm a big fan of the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What even. <laughs> Even like the mediocre sequels too. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of all those. I've been watching the TV series, the Disney Plus show that they that they released, and it's objectively awful. Um, I keep watching it; it's really bad. Um, but yeah, that that, that movie got me uh, as I was, when I was a kid, and it's just it's just stuck with me ever since. I I do like that movie. Like I I like Tim Allen growing up. It was a good movie. We always watched it. The older I get, the more I'm like, he was a, he was either a really good actor, or he was really like that in real life. And I, I can think, never tell. I think every story you hear about him confirms <laughs> that he was really like that. Real <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. Overall, though, pretty good movie. I mean, it's a, it's a classic. For sure. What's the the Schwarzenegger Christmas movie? Um. Uh, with the toy, he's like trying to get the toy oh, for his kid. Desperately man, yeah. trying to get the toy all all the way along the way home, all the way home. Uh, it's oh, it's cringy, but I do kind of I like watching it to laugh at it. Uh, all the way home, something like that. I right, I'll look at it. Then there's the other cringy Tim Allen movie, Christmas with the Cranks, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh uh, yeah. Which the only thing I truly remember from that is when he and Jamie Lee Curtis go to get Botox and fake tan and they come out and I just remember because I, I was like, you know, in like middle school, I didn't, I kind of understood what Botox was, but not really. And I just remember them like, you know, their face is completely plastic, trying to like eat regular food and just being like, you know, like very, <laughs> you know, very, it, it was such a stupid, cringy, like, you know, bad joke, funny scene. Um, that movie was bad, but also good. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. There you yeah. Go. If you haven't watched that recently, watch it because just to laugh at it, just to have that that hour and a half of just like, what the fuck am I watching? I, I remember it well because him and him and Sinbad go back and forth as <laughs> a mailman. One yeah. dude is like baking cookies with his wife and shit. <laughs> You should really get over here. I feel like Christmas movies back then were just like they were a certain thing and they're just so funny. Yeah. When do you think Christmas music should begin? Never. Some some people say after Halloween. Some people say after Thanksgiving. Some people say October 19th. Somebody, some people say never, and I'm going <laughs> to stick to it. Some people say never. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll I'll say like Christmas Eve. Honestly, that the 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 like the couple <laughs> days around it is the only time I'm like actually genuinely enjoying watching it or listening to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board. I'm on board with after Thanksgiving. I think before Thanksgiving is ridiculous. 
um, particularly in Florida or anywhere in the South <laughs> where it's just not having grown up in the North where it gets cold in the winter. I can't get on board with like Christmas trees when it's like 80 degrees. I just don't get it. Um, like outside, like in like the town square or whatever. Um, yeah. Thanksgiving feels reasonable. Uh, yeah. Sidebar on this real quick. Cause talking about the South and like, or, or where it doesn't get cold and, and, and Christmas, uh, Luna loves Bluey. Uh, I don't know if you all know about Bluey, but, uh, it's an Australian show. And I, as far as I can remember, there's no Christmas episodes. And, but it got me thinking like, uh, obviously Christmas happens in the Southern hemisphere. Like it does, duh. But like, d- that's one of the few shows that I've watched all of where I'm like, oh, they didn't do the Christmas episode. And I wonder if they don't do it because they know they're like a worldwide show and it would be weird for like, how would they approach it? Because it's not the snow and all the like cliche Christmas things. I don't know. Like it, it would have, almost feel weird for half their audience. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they know that, I mean, they're based in Australia, right? Yeah. Like they obviously could just do it for the Australian audi- audience. Yeah. Cause it's a publicly broadcasted show. there, like, they didn't though. And I just wonder, like I've never watched anything. I don't think that was like a, an Australian Christmas movie or show, or that's the um, only one I can think of because it's, would be in English, but like Brazilian or something in South America. Like I've never seen what their, their movies and media are like. And obviously I know that the American Hollywood is kind of controls movies globally, but things do get made other places and I've just never seen it. So I'm just curious what it looks like. Yeah. I had been thinking about this this past week because Bluey is just on in on in our house a lot. And I was like, there's no, holiday like there's an easter episode there's no christmas episode hmm. not that i can remember I don't know. yeah i could see them Sorry. doing like an australian like even though they don't have snow they still put up a tree or yeah some yeah. sort of tree with lights and stuff i i do have to agree with steven though i think if you're gonna play christmas music i would wait until after thanksgiving personally I feel like Thanksgiving kind of gets overlooked nowadays. Halloween comes in with a bang and then everybody's exhausted from putting all their effort into making Halloween big. And then, then it's Thanksgiving and then 12 hours later, they're focused on Christmas. Just my opinion, just my onion. I feel like that. Halloween gets skipped for Christmas. Like it's just it's because Christmas makes all the money. So yeah. No, see, you, Kyle, clearly don't live in the Disney bubble where Halloween is the biggest holiday of the year for I think everybody that Dave and I know because they all love to get dressed up and Halloween is the bomb. Halloween is like like, I mean, I like Halloween. But I I just feel like that in general you go to a store or anything like that, it's like Halloween's almost forgotten about, but maybe not down there. Yeah, I'm telling you, down here, it's <laughs> it is like an A1 holiday. Yeah, they they have a there's a bar downtown Orlando. Oh yeah, yeah, screams and cocktails and screams. Yes, and yeah. it's like year round Halloween in their bar. We we have a friend who um, is a little bit 
shy about intimate matters and so she and she loves that bar and so i'd always say what's that bar you go to like creams and screams again or, <laughs> and, and she would just get beat red um anywho that's that's not relevant definitely need to check that bar out though it does look cool you know what's um, funny sorry i'm gonna go back to bluey for a minute oh come I, on i started <laughs> i started googling just to see like i because maybe i missed it and the first one that I could find, uh, the other confusing thing is well, I found when I'm trying to find specific episodes because Luna's seen them enough now that she'll say, I want to watch this episode and I have to figure out where it is. But if you Google like, what season an episode is this or something like that, are on Disney Plus in America, the seasons and episodes are listed different than Australia. And there's more episodes released in Australia than here. So it's always like, I have to figure that out anyways there is a christmas episode but there's go swimming in it and it's like i probably just didn't even pick up on the fact that it was christmas because they're like swimming in the pool and i know i've seen the episode i'm like almost certain but like maybe i just glossed over the fact that it was christmas because they didn't make a big deal out of it i was gonna Sorry. go watch bluey after this. i am gonna go watch that episode as soon as we're done here i'm not even kidding i want to know what happens i legitimately love that show I don't know if, if you've ever taken the time to watch an episode, but like, even as a person without kids, you should just watch a couple and you're going to get hit. Like, it's funny, but also like, it's going to hit emotion in you 100%. It is we, so well made. We, uh, when we would go and hang out with Tristan and Zach when we still lived in Charleston, they have a baby boy and they loved Bluey. So anytime we went over there, we would be watching Bluey with them. And let me tell you, L'Oreal instantly hooked. Like, yeah. She will watch it by herself. Yeah. I. It wasn't really something that, I mean, it's not a bad show whatsoever. I'm just not like craving to watch it. Yeah, it I should just seem- tell you a couple episodes to watch. And then all of a sudden you'd be like, oh, I get it. <laughs> it, it seems like an excellent show for kids to watch compared to like older shows from the 90s and shit like it really does seem like it's really well made uh i I don't know i just couldn't yeah they they just did a really good job for the kids but they also did a really good job for the parents that are watching it with them like Mm -hmm. hitting real things like there's episodes about there's an episode about uh bluey's mom's sister who can't have kids and trying to relate that to something a child can understand and like and you're just like holy shit they're going there and it was it's so well done and like there's so many of those types of episodes where you you watch it and luna has no idea and at the end of the episode i'm like the fuck just happened <laughs> That's funny. yeah hey i have i have one more question uh staying on the christmas topic real quick have you all ever received a bad gift? And if so, what did you do with it? Just sat it in the closet for a while and you know, maybe wore it once when grandma was visiting to show her that I still had it. Yeah. Yeah. Same sort of thing. I feel like the most of the time I've gotten bad gifts, it's been in White Elephant though, so... It, if I get a bad gift in a white elephant, if it can be kept for the next year, I'm keeping it for the next year and it's getting put back in. Yeah. But we, 
I've definitely received a gift that I knew instantly that I probably wasn't going to use ever. It happens. Today, present time, we received a package and we we weren't sure who it was from at first. And I'm not going to say who it was from, but when we opened the package, it, there was a box and it says I massager on it. And then the next package was a box of Bisquick, B- Bisquick uh, pancake mix. What? The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bisquick, were, I was like, I was like, what in the world? But now we have pancake mix. So that's kind of cool. The eye massage thing. I, I kept looking at the box before I opened it. I was like, is this. Like, I don't really get it, right? I take it, so I open the box, take it out, and it's like a VR headset, but it it's a a pad that sits over your eyes, and then there's... Oh, so it's like EYE. I thought you were think, saying, like, how Apple used to name their things, like... Oh, 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 no, 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 it's like an eyeball m- massage oh, okay. thing. Okay, got it. And got then, it. so it's got, like, motors in it to you know, move the pad kind of like if you've ever sat in a massage chair, it's kind of the same kind of feeling, but I, I I put it on and, you know, I'm getting a massage in in quotations. And then I took it off and I'm like, what am I going to (laughs) do with this thing? dude? (laughs) Ever one time, I didn't even know it was a real thing. Not ever one time have I been like, I, could use an eye massage. So I'm does not really sure. Only rub your eyeballs or does it get up in your brow and stuff like that? You'd think okay, so you'd think it it's pretty big. Like it, like I said, it's like a VR headset, so it covers a lot of ground on your face, a lot of surface area. So I mean it's getting all of it. It's definitely not even touching my actual eyeball. It's getting everything yeah. around. If you've it. ever had a really good facial massage I think the idea there is warranted, but it sounds like it didn't do a good job. <laughs> I've never had a massage before, ever. I, I don't know. It, it's just something that I'm like, I I feel terrible because I want to be humble and respect someone else's idea. Because someone obviously this person was like sold on the idea. Like this is a this is a cool gift. Like, I think this will get used. Unfortunately, it's just something that I don't, I don't know that I, I don't see myself like moving forward and needing this. Well, I'm sorry. I sent that to him. But to your, (laughs) to your earlier question though, Dave, right? Like this is, I do give specific lists to people for this exact reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, because like I, you know, to, yeah. to to what you said, like I, you know, most things that I want I, at this point in my life, I can afford, right? Like I don't, you know. And if you can't afford it, you're not about to ask someone else to buy it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um. And so, you know, if if I, because I like I know my parents are going to get me something, even if I'm like, hey guys, just you know, I'm good, right? They're that's just who they are. So instead of them rolling the dice on some giant's hoodie that like. It's not my style or they don't realize that 
I've ate my fair share of food this year, so I've gone up to a 2X, right? Like I, I give them a list of the exact things I want and say, hey, anything off of this list, I'd be happy. Uh, that way I'm not dealing with eye massagers. Did you get the Bisquick as a gift? I, I, I wanted to ask about that because you kind of skated past that one. Dude, I'm telling you, yes. This was this was a gift. The Bisquick was for L'Oreal and the eye massage was for me have you opened the bisquick yet maybe there's something else inside it's it's not it's not <laughs> like that dude it's it's a box of bisquick was that like a <laughs> gift from you to her because you love her cakes or like what is like a genuine gift of pancake mix a genuine gift of pancake mix again it, i'm not trying to is, sound is it, like the weirdest part the weirdest part is that it was shipped because it's a it's an odd gift no matter what. I can kind of understand it if you show up at someone's house with it. To go but, out of your way to mail a box of Bisquick. It's heavy. It's it's bizarre. Yeah. That's funny. I think if you have a white elephant, you know what to give. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not though. I'll just hold it for next year and get yourself into a white elephant. And give that exact gift and see what happens. <laughs> Both things. Both things. Oh, I thought speaking of, we're backtracking coming to the end of the show here, but I did I did want to say this. As a tradition, uh last year and this year, right around the Christmas time, we do take our donations to Salt Outreach downtown. They are also not sponsored. Uh we're not sponsored by them. But yeah, if you're ever in the Orlando area and you need to take your donations anywhere, Salt Outreach will uh, accept your donations. And it's not Goodwill. Is this podcast sponsored by Plant Daddy Dave? No. Mm. Hey, I've got this Calathea that just fucking hates us and they hate everyone, Kyle. That's one one <laughs> week it looks fantastic, and the next week it's like on the verge of death. And I'm like, what did I do to you, you asshole? Is it near a window? No, because I read it needs to be low light, and I read it needs a lot of humidity. So I, it's in the bathroom right now. So that way it Get gets humidity it when we of, shower. Get it out of the bathroom. It needs it needs light. Look, look man. It, it doesn't need that much light, though. There's, there's some... Hear me out on this, all right? There are some plants like snake plants and pothos, and there's plants out there that people claim are low light, right? They they don't need a ton of light to stay alive. If you want your plant to like grow and thrive, though, up the lightage, give it more light, make sure it's not overwatered, and that bitch will grow. It's too dry in my house. I do agree. I need to bring it back into the light, but my house is just too dry. I think is the other problem for a plant that wants humidity when we have the heat on all winter. Oh yeah. That's rough. My Our plants have a very tough time during the winter. And then as soon as we can put them back outside in the humidity of the summer, they are like thriving and look fantastic. And then, yeah. So only because you brought this up, Steven, I don't know if you've seen uh, the post I dropped today where I'm, I sing a Christmas carol. I did not see that. Look it up. It's, I, 
I thought it was really funny when I made it. I <laughs> it's still funny when I think about it. But um I woke up at 3:30 this morning and my mind was racing and this was one of the thoughts that was on my mind. That was on my brain. And yeah, I turned it into a video. And I don't know. I think it's funny. It's really stupid, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> I used stupid. to read, speaking of stupid, I used to read fake ads on one of my old podcasts. But again, <laughs> for just for products that I liked, hoping that like some social media manager would pick it pick up on it somehow. Because we would tag them on all the you know the episodes. And be like, you know, and that was a great interview. And you know what really made it great? The sound quality brought to you by my blue microphone. Right, and I would do stuff like that. I'd be like, you know, I, I was feeling really down coming into this episode, Dave, but you know, a couple sips of my favorite, you know, classic cola flavor of Olipop probiotic, and I was ready to go. Like I would just do stuff like that. <laughs> and it never got any traction, but I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> we should just do this <laughs> randomly throughout the show. Because you never know. This like awesome. a brand a brand might throw you like a $25, you know, gift card or you know, some product or whatever. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? This Christmas idea and conversation has really inspired me to make pancakes. I think I'm gonna make pancakes with my favorite pancake mix this quick. This quick, the only brand to ship as a Christmas gift to your loved ones. I even bought a box myself today. <laughs> What's funny is I legitimately did. <laughs> oh shit! I thought you were just throwing that in there. I was like, "Wow!" Oh, I was I throwing was, it in there for that. that. Really, I nice. was. I was. Oh god, that is funny. Speaking of comedy, uh, I'll, I have one thing I would just need to share real quick and we can go whatever. But um, do you all know who Burt Kreischer is? The yes. machine. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you haven't watched that movie, go watch it because that movie is freaking <laughs> hilarious. But um, he's one I grown to really like his comedy, but yeah, he's a he's disc golfer. Yep. He plays disc golfer, whatever. And uh, he. Um, Jomez Pro YouTube channel, like the biggest disc golf YouTube channel, uh, has released a video today with him in it. And it's like a play with a celebrity and pro type thing where people are making donations. That way they can partner up with a pro or Burt Kreischer on a hole. And the first hole, Burt Kreischer's person that is playing with him threw it out of bounds. And Burt Kreischer is like not claiming to be good at disc golf. He just loves playing. He just tries to throw a forehand and just lines it straight into the trees out of bounds like immediately <laughs> and and uh he this is you know like they're they don't want cussing in this stuff because they're trying to monetize it whatever and he immediately is like oh fuck me or something like that and then he turns around and he looked at like this crowd because there's like a crowd of like two i don't know probably 100 200 people around him and he's just like that was so bad and then he did his thing where he just starts laughing at himself uncontrollably and can't stop laughing and was watching that before coming to the show and he just cracks me up yeah yeah he's funny as shit yeah <laughs> he takes it so, like, like, so quickly went out of bounds yeah <laughs> it's hard not to cuss when you're playing golf like yeah. it's just it's so hard especially on a and, bad throw 
What made it even better too that he cussed is that the commentator, like who's commentating live, like he was there, he not post, like commentating live on the grounds. He said under his breath, I really hope he throws this well because I don't know what language is going to come out of it. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> and then, like, literally five seconds later, he's just like me. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I have a couple other things, but we can end it here since we've been gone, gone for so long. But uh, thank you guys again, man. I know, like I said, we're coming up on Christmas um, and some of us are dealing with some illnesses. It's his, it's his Jordan episode. He can he can push through, right? That's right. And he I, can hit that when, shot. When we logged on, I had the chills, and about 10 minutes into the episode, I got really high, and I've just been uncomfortably sweaty the rest of the episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. That really sucks. I'm like it's, it's impressed you're here. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Look, at the grand scheme of things, it's absolutely fine. And it, it's funny. I know we're rapping, but like we've just been so busy. That's something I know I've talked about on here. And so much as we were looking forward to seeing Brandy's family, it's it's kind of a, a nice kind of backdoor surprise to have a free week now where we can just hang out and not do a thing. So yeah. I'll I'll take it. Yeah. For sure. Well, uh send me pictures. I'm gonna dye my hair pink. I'll send you guys pictures of that. Probably gonna do that. After I make some Bisquick pancakes. But yeah, thank you guys again. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, if I don't talk to you. Uh, so Dave, hold on. I'll, I'll see you in in two weeks. You you marked yourself as maybe for Luna's party. So Dude, I, I got my hopes I, up. I, I, I think, saw that. And I think I was that like, sounds like you're coming, right? We were laying in bed and I was like, hey, <laughs> do you want to go? <laughs> and Lori, I was like, well, we're supposed to go to St. Augustine uh, like that weekend. She's been planning this St. Augustine thing for a while. And I was like, yeah, but nah, we could, you're coming to Charlottesville. We could not go and then fly to Charlottesville. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> you're obviously not expected to come. I just felt Dude, like I would love to, to see you guys, man. That'd be, yeah, always do because, you, I mean, you really never know. I'm sure we'll talk okay. about it again. I'll do my breast. Oh, 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 oh. Also, I know we're getting off, but uh, a couple of Luna's classmates, preschool classmates, went to Disney World recently. And so now she's just been asking and talking about Disney World a lot. Nice. And I've been telling her, like, maybe we should. I want her to be a little older. Like, at least that was my thought. But, like, the more she talks about it, the sooner it might happen. So we may be uh, crashing at your house. I don't know when the hell we'll do hell this. Oh, yeah, but, dude. Yeah. Always welcome. Always welcome. I said it twice, so you know it's true. I don't know why I like naturally do that. Charles, I mean, these these are the things that I think about in my head. Well, you especially probably think about it after a podcast because you have to edit it and listen to it. Oh man, yeah. Uh, new episode dropping tomorrow, by the way. But with what content? I've seen you dropping episodes, and I'm like, we haven't recorded in I don't know when. <laughs> Dude. When did you did you record without me which is perfectly no, fine no, but no no, okay. no 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 this is from episodes that should have been released and i haven't had a chance to edit them uh so they are gotcha. now coming out so cool yep all right feel cool. better steven yeah steven get better thank you merry christmas y'all yeah merry christmas you guys uh, i'll see you guys next time and I can't lose Bye. this
Jesus. <laughs>